also where I would say, like in you know, as we reach in these realms of generosity, this is where life is found. This mm-hmm. is the this is the life the way that God designed us to live. Welcome to the Generous Business Owner Podcast, where business owners gain inspiration and encouragement to live a legacy, not just leave one. And now your hosts, Jeff Thomas, Alan Barnhart, and Jeff Rutt. Welcome to this week's Generous Business Owner Podcast. This is Jeff Thomas, your host, and I've got a very special guest for us this week, Daryl Keeld of the McClellan Foundation. This is part two of our podcast. Let's get into it. You know, a lot of times we're pretty good at helping these families sort of realize these dreams God gives them and maybe put the money in a foundation or the the donor advised fund and that sort of thing. Uh, But then there's like this different skill from making money and even doing the planning and realizing these funds to getting distributed. And then, so that's one issue. And then, of course, there's the other issue where maybe we get to a certain point, but there's even more net worth available. So I know there's this multiplication. So maybe maybe if you could talk about those two kind of obstacles, like the obstacle of like doing really effective giving, you know, how do you make that switch from being like a really good business person? Because we had generous business owners watching this, you know, listening to this and they're like, Hey, that's me. I'm good at making it. I want to be generous. Right. I even have a pool. Well, where do I get started? And then, so maybe where, how do they start making that switch? And then the second question is then what's this multiplication thing you're talking about? You know, how do you scale it? Maybe those two pieces. Yeah. So one of the things I, I would say is that I, I think we have to be aware of what the competition is. Good point. Okay. So here, here's what I mean by that. Yeah. So if we think it, if we're thinking about, okay, you know, like, all right, Daryl, what's, you know, help me be more generous or help, you know, help, help my, yeah. you know, be, you know, help me be more generous. My family wants to be more generous. Help me be more generous. Like having a self-awareness though, of like, you know, if, if you're not, you know, if you haven't been on that yet, you're going to take those dollars from somewhere else. Where are those, what, what's the competition for those dollars? And this, this became really clear to me this year is that there are two, you know, let's call them, you know, two engines that are really well-oiled machines. that will take everything you have. Mm-hmm. And the first one is the is the wealth engine, the wealth creation investment engine, mm. and I mean this is this is your industry, right? I mean the, the the industry can take any amount of money at scale and put it to use. That's true. And by the way, you've got a very good idea of essentially what you know what you're buying when you're making those investments in in real estate or venture capital or private equity, right? Or public equities. Good point. Right. And you have a very good. Uh, you're competent at that. Uh, That's kind of how you made it. You just keep doing more. Well, of you're, it. You're, you're good at that, but the industry itself yeah, yeah. Serving, pushes you toward that. How a generous keep doing owner. investments. As, well, it's just like it will take every like how much you know right. how much you want to put the all of it. And by the way, it's also very good at reporting on whether you're winning or not. That's true. Or whether you're winning. That's a good right? point. Yeah. Okay. So the second one, so that will take everything. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why I'm saying it. That's I think true. first before we just sell awareness, yeah, right, is the competition. The okay. second, the second really well-oiled engine co- competing for you know competing for the dollars. Yeah, is the like consumption so, lifestyle yeah, yeah. Uh, one, right? It also is you know, I mean, like world class, right? In marketing, you know, whatever it is you want, you want you want a car, you want a jet, you want a boat, you want a vacation, you want another. Other I mean, the idea of a finish line is not part of our culture, really. It's yeah. if you have more, there's plenty more to buy. Right. 
Right. And so, so the whole idea though, is like this, this engine will take as much as you want to give it. Right. Right. Both of those engines. And and by the way, it also is very clear what you're buying. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now we go to, right. Okay. Now we go to the, you know, the, whatever we want to call it, charitable philanthropy engine. And then all of a sudden it kind of goes, whoa, it kind of falls off the table. Right. All of a sudden it's like, so think about this, you know, like, um, you know, is it, you know, is it kind of built for scale? Oh, but I would say, no. Can it tell you, like, if you're invested, you know, do you have a pretty good idea of whether you're winning or not? No, really, from from in the you know industry side of that too, right? So it's so it's a combination of those two things that are that in some ways also re- restrict that. But I think this whole idea we can't discount the fact of actually what's competing. There is competition because it's, be it's this it. whole thing about where it's just like no one. I think, you know, Alan talks about this too. Like, you know, no one like is going to call you for like making, you know, it's bad to make more money. No, you get congratulated for that. Right. Right. And so, you know, just. It's reinforced. Well, the whole culture just says, well, you've got that. Of course you get, of course you make more. Right. Right. And so that, you know, to think about the, the giving piece. So one of the things I would say in like every, so it's very clear, everybody's giving. Right. Some level. Right, right, right. But these whole issues when we think about velocity, like sooner rather than later, is that one, the reason I say, you know, we, we talk about velocity is unfortunately what we've seen in our conversations with a lot of families is it's uh, because the, the other side is like, nobody has any margin. I, I'm, I'm sure that most of the people listening to us here, if I say, you know, who has any margin, you know, when you think about your, you know, operating your business, you know, family, spending time with family and friends or, you know, if you occasionally play golf, like how many people have margin? No. And so when you think about like, wow, if I'm scaling my giving, that's like, it's almost like starting another business. It's another business. Exactly. It's like starting another I agree. business, right? And particularly if it's, you know, depending on the, the size of it, size of it, it's like you might have to hire some people or some, you know, outsource it and things like that, but it's still taking some, you know, some of your, you know, thought time, absolutely. All, all these other things. And you're like, where do I get that? Exactly. Like if I have not, like if I'm already kind of in the, you know, negative, uh, right. you know, with like, I can't spend enough time with my family. I can't spend right. enough time. With my I business. got another giant project. Right. Yeah. And, and so I think we're, and so what happens is because, you know, that, that seems daunting in itself. We don't know how to answer that. We just keep pushing it down. But like, uh, you know, no decision is a decision. Right. Like uh, today I decided not to do it. Right. That, that, so those decisions is because a decision will be made. Right. At some point, the issue is, are you going to be intentional about yeah. it? Is it going to be when you're gone? Right. Or you don't get to see too the, much later. Right. In. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, you know, if we had more time, I have more stories on this, but I was talking last week to have a family office with the, you know, a, the patriarch in his, in his eighties. And he just said, yeah, he, he wants to, he wants to do something significant, wants to do something more, but he's concerned about you know, these, uh, governance issues. Right. And, but, you know, kind of interesting though, right in his eighties and he still hasn't, you know, made those decisions and whether he actually has a chance to make him or whether it will be made for him. So I thought when we were talking about this, uh, sort of off camera, I thought you had a really interesting, simple kind of first question that you ask people about maybe kind of the one thing or, you know what I mean? To, right. Okay. Okay. Well, this is a problem. Though. Well, where do we start? Yeah. So, so right. So if you want to, so the, the other thing is just, you know, realizing where, 
with most people are giving, most of that giving, I would mm. classify as emotive and relational, right? That we, what are the things that are moving our heart? What are the, you know, the, the people we know and the people we like, and we want to support that. What we're talking about here is adding on this, you know, at, at, you know, at the scale level is adding on more of the, the strategy side. The way to think about that construct is to maybe ask this question, what problem do I want to solve? What, what, what is, or, or in the way that one, the, the one gentleman asked, you know, asked me what's left undone. Right. right. What's my work? Right. So it's not like it's not how much we, you know, it's not how much money we have. It's like what we actually do with it. Like so. So th- think about this. So like, what problem we want to solve? What opportunity you want to seize? Or maybe even think about it this way: of with my, what do I want? What, one of my good friends, you know, you know, give me this question. He said, "What do I want my grandkids to tell their kids about me?" Mm, that's good. Right. That I just you know. I scaled this business and, and made money or things like that. But like, what is the, what are those things? That could be part of it. And they it's probably only have two or three bullet points if you're lucky. Right. And so to, to think about that, like what would be, uh, in, in look, most of the, I, I would guess that most of the, you know, men and women listen to this, they're, they're business owners, they're, they're risk takers or entrepreneurs, they're builders, do something, you know, find something that's like, like this is, a, yeah, this is a, a, a problem to be fixed. And if it's easy, a lot of people would do it. But this is also where, I mean, also where I would say, like, in you know, as we reach in these realms of generosity, this is where life is found. This mm-hmm. is the this is a life the way that God designed us to live. And so I think the, yeah, that's my encouragement is to to think through that because this is what I mean. So many have started their businesses in solving problems. And do you think these things are tied together? This just came to me to ask about. Okay, you, you talk about people not having margin or the perception of us not having margin. I probably have time for things that are important, but I have to cut out some things that are maybe less important to right. do it. So there's a whole issue there maybe around what, what my actual margin might be. Okay. Or, or people listening to this, but, but I think the, uh, one thing that I've found is like, if you can get super focused, one advantage of having like this one problem that you're trying to solve, it is actually kind of efficient. If you put all of your resources, a lot of these people made their money by being really good at one business. That's right one kind of drilling or one kind of product or, yeah. you know, whatever it is, what kind of distribution or whatever their service is, maybe, or, or product, maybe putting that same energy into finding this thing to solve. Mm-hmm. And then I have a feeling that because we've seen it in some of our friends, as they do that in their giving, I think God somehow redeems the time in other places where maybe the family comes around that and you actually have better discussions in the family rather than maybe just about what Netflix show you were watching, but about this thing right. that maybe they get on board with and you go on a vision trip and you're spending time. So wait, I'm doing this giving thing, but it's actually helping. Do you find this right. sort of, uh, yes. th- that to be true? I do. I, I think this is where, you know, this, this is where we just, you know, generosity is about the grace, right? This is the yes. grace upon grace and yes. where when we think about, yeah, the, re- the redemption of these things, I was, a friend of mine actually speak it, speaking to this, finding more margin, uh, he sent me the, uh, uh, devotional on, uh, on when Joshua was like trying to, you know, finish this fight, but the sun was going down and he had the, you know, audacity to, you know, pray for this, you know, unbelievable, you know, kind of unbelievable faith and just say, keep the sun more light. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the sun up, up for me. And I think, you know, God, God was like, really? <laughs> You're like, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, I could do that. Right. You're asking me to do it. No one's asked me that. <laughs> right. Exactly. I guess I'll do it. I guess yeah. I'll do it. All right. Go for it. You know, and, 
And it was just, so anyhow, I think we have to think about like this, you know, going back to this whole thing, like this is all work done in the spiritual realm, right? Yeah. And this tension between what we have temporal and what we are about eternal, right? This, you know, parable of the shrewd servant, you know, be, be wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove, but, um, but to be shrewd about this and we're, what can we believe God for? Because this is, I, I, I think this whole idea is a good, good point. Uh, Jeff is is this is about kingdom math, right? So it's it is not um, in, in w- when we are about the kingdom and when, when God's about doing whatever He's designing to do, He's not He is not bounded by time. Yeah, He's not bound by you know by resources and by people and laws and and, and all that you know. And and so this is where I think this is where we enter those realms. Yeah. trusting in, in, in these things because it's um i know that like in you know part, part of our story of like you know got nine kids we got five biological and four adopted and uh people said well i, I think some of those are like okay how, you know how'd y'all do that right. you, but but trust me kathy and i weren't sitting around saying well after, with five five kids we have nothing oh, to do. Well, or yeah, we're like, come on, we're, we're not, we're not even challenged. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like we're challenged with you're work. already, you're already running yeah. a zone. I mean, like what, what, you know, one was, one was where, you know, and then we got five and it's like, you know, yeah, it's, it's a little crazy here on fire. Right. And, but, but whatever God, this, we didn't know, whatever God was asking us to do, he, that will, he will give you grace for the moment. But that, and so that's the whole thing about what I would, I guess my, my encouragement is when, when God's asking us to step in faith, he doesn't give it beforehand. But he, yeah. he will absolutely give it in the, you know, in, you know, once that step is taken. And that's what we've experienced even in our own family. Uh, my understanding of, you know, who God is the father and the, the grace and yeah, grace for the moment. Well, the way I describe that is, uh, you know, Moses is getting and, and the Jewish people getting chased, the Israelites, you know, they're getting chased. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're trying to escape uh, Egypt and, you know, he hits the, he hits the water. Yeah. He's like, they're closing on us, God, you know, and I always, I always think I always use the expression like, I think he had to get wet yeah, before it parted. I'm pretty sure he got That's wet, it. you know, uh, I didn't say uh it, so the taking that action and then sort of seeing what, uh, what God does. I think that's cool. Cause I think he can redeem that time in your business also. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so anyway, that's super cool. All right. Let's talk about this scale piece. All right. So we find this thing we're super passionate about. God redeems the time to work on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the business gets better. The, the employees maybe get retained because they see you're focused on these meaningful things. Uh, the family rallies around it. This is all great. But, you know, maybe you're making a, a bunch of money, but maybe there's more that you could do with your balance sheet or whatever. I know you're really into this sort of 100x issue. T- talk about what that, what does 100x mean, this new sort of thing you're doing, and what's the challenge that you're is- issuing to people? Well, ultimately, I, th- I think it's, um, you know, if we think about everything that God's given us to, to steward, what's our, what's our opportunity? What's, mm-hmm. you know, it, what, what's our responsibility and what is our opportunity? And so it, the, you know, we, we know we can't take any of it with us. So like, what are we doing and how do we, how do we actually, once it's, you know, I, I think kind of the, you know, the problem we're trying to solve for, or like the, you know, what is the end goal? Yeah. Um, as, as we were talking earlier, like, uh, you know, um, my wife and I's, you know, are in goals, you know, what, what's our, you know, lifetime giving goal. Right. Yeah. So, so we have, we have this, you know, an annual giving goal, life, a, a lifetime giving goal. 
And in some ways, all these different things are informing, right, are, are leading towards that. And so what we've seen in a lot of ways, though, is that most of the time, right, when we think about giving is, you know, 10% or a small portion and things like that. And um, uh, it's, it's how do you actually begin to orient, you know, a lot more, you know, not, not just a little bit more, but a lot more of, of you know, whatever that is, stewarding your, your, your business, um, your, your giving and things like that towards the kingdom is, is, is paramount because it's, yeah. it's like, we either have the opportunity, I guess, we look at, I was really convicted by this in, in James five, whether our, you know, it's, it's a very interesting thing, whether our money will testify for us mm. or against us. This. Now he, in the negative side, he talks about James five is your money, you know, to, to the wealthy, it's a really strong warning that, you know, beware of this because your money will testify against you but i i like to think about it in terms of but what would it look like if we kind of flip that script and what would what would it look like for our money to testify for us that's a like it's really interesting that the animation of that well and and, and i know we've talked about uh, this idea that it's not formulaic you know there, there's not a one size fits all for what anybody's supposed to do but i know you've told stories about people with pretty large net worths who give a lot by the world standards from an absolute dollar standpoint, but from a sort of widow's mite perspective, she gave a lot more as a yeah. percentage, you know, which is right. really always about the heart. And, and, and so, you know, you were talking about maybe just give an example, obviously without names of, of a, of a situation where, you know, there was ample net worth and cash flow, but maybe the giving you felt like, Hmm, you know, if they could get focused, this thing could scale, you know? So how do you yeah. how do you think of an example? What's a sort of kind of example or an inspiration of that? Yeah, I, yeah. Well, it, for for Scott, one comment though on that the yeah. the widow's might, you know, it's it's of course in the like absolute terms. I mean, what what she gave from everything percentage was exactly. like she gave everything. Right. So I mean, that's that's the first part. The other piece that I've what I've learned by that is is the. Uh, is a sacrifice mm. is it cost here, here we go right so it's this the, that second component too was mm. not just the amount but it, what, what what it cost you and so david said the same thing when he was offered you know when wow quite a you know i, I don't want to go into the whole whole context but quite a um quite a story right when he had you know got in trouble for yeah. counting the um uh, counting the army, right. you know, the guys like, okay, well, you know, take your choice. Only one, right. And, right. and so it's, you know, pretty, you know, pretty strict, ju- you know, uh, credible judgment. Right. And so he's like, um, you know, and so it's, um, you know, but God, you know, finally relents and it's like, he's like repentant. And so he wants this, you know, on this threshing floor, he's going to, you know, build this altar to do a sacrifice. And the guy goes, you can have it, you can have it. And he's like, Right. I mean, yeah, you're the king and right, right. Well, he's saying, you know, like he goes, no, I, I, I won't give God something that costs me nothing. Right. Right. And so I think we need to think about the, you know, the, this whole, like, how do we enter into that realm? Mm. Right. Um, so, um, so yeah. So one of the things Jeff it, it, is, is you, you and I talk in one of my uh, observations is that, you know, culturally, there's it, it's it's almost like we you know there there's a standard you know like we revert to this mean even though it's unspoken where kind of irregardless of the wealth like there's this you know kind of ceiling right um that that we're giving because it seems like enough yeah right that there's um that there's enough and so 
and it's just not we just don't have as many of the the, the cultural understanding that there's you know of you know what generosity looks like you know at, yeah. at scale but this is where the i think the 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 really you know significant opportunity is is to to think about the the families that we're that, that we are working with um uh as i said you know we're, we're we're happy to help yeah if you'll be on a trajectory to give 10x what you're what you're giving right and and it's it might be a little shocker at first but but then they kind of start doing the math and they realize okay well yeah maybe it you know what we have what's been entrusted to us and and what our potential is and yeah i think that's that's doable right because i the other thing i've uh, other thing i've seen is like the 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 disparity between like what people are actually again investing in the wealth creation side and the check size they're they're writing you know to be in these different deals buy companies go into funds and things like that so that could be 10 or 100x what they're doing on right. a charitable site i mean it's it's that dramatic of a difference yeah so i think i think that's another thing is that once they catch fire for a project that's scalable kind of looking at the whole balance sheet i think that's one of the things you're telling them to do is it could you 10x that and probably at first I'm like what are you talking about i'm already I mean, the checks seem pretty big, yeah. But to add a zero to all of them, uh, I think if you really, if they do that analysis, a lot of people are in a situation where they actually can do that. And so I think just by yeah. bringing that up as a right. an idea is yeah. Is uh, and I forgot one of the things, Jeff, too that that is worth noting here is you know, so we, we've typically been thinking about this just from the charitable dollar side, but as we as, as we've been looking at this and we're thinking about how we actually are solving some of these problems, yeah. we we need to kind of bring every like have a posture to bring you know everything we have to it because the quest like the question I was you know had been asking is like how many problems have been solved with, through charity mm. and I haven't been able to find one mm. so like if your your listeners know one I'd love to right love to hear it but the so that's so I think what and this is not an original thought uh, but this this whole idea of how we you know how we have a you know the blended finance to it like so when we think about charitable charitable dollars. To, to solve a problem, impact dollars, commercial dollars. And, um, and so, you know, cause there are some things like, for example, um, in, in, in some of the different work that we're doing with, you know, with some families that might have a real estate component to it, but instead of just making the gift, they, you know, they might be able to, you know, like just buy that real estate and own it for the ministry and, uh, or technology, like in, in some clean water. Uh, they've invested, you know, helped actually do, you know, for-profit investing in uh, well monitoring and things like that, that helps, you know, but you typically think, okay, if I'm going to help create clean water, it's going to just, you know, it's all charitable work, but it actually is, you know, there are, you know, commercial investment opportunities, there's impact investment opportunities and charitable. And so just think about those, you know, like bring everything you have to it. Yeah. Love that. Well, listen, uh, th there's been so many great tips uh, that you've given us along the way. Uh, I've taken a page of notes already, and I took some earlier. So, uh, but, you know, we always try to close, uh, Daryl, with just one practical tip, you know, uh, for some business owner that's riding the, uh, uh, you know, uh, stationary bike <laughs> at home or in the gym listening to this uh, on their earphones, uh, headphones. And we just, you know, it can be anything. So I won't lead the witness, but what would you just say for somebody who's maybe a little behind you on this generous business owner journey? What's some little practical tip? There's a lot of big ideas here, 
but is there something super practical they could put into practice mm. tomorrow or the next day? Yeah. Thank you. Well, yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. This is Jeff. Awesome. It's great. Uh, been a pleasure to chat with the, uh, these things about you and that really appreciate you and the work you do in Arcos um, and uh, the vision you have there serving families. So I, I think one of the most impactful things that, that has happened with me in the last, I guess, seven years is uh, being in a Bible reading group mm. with some friends and uh, we read a chapter a day together and then text each other uh, with a, con- uh, a, a framework that says, you know, what do I know about this? Uh, what I read, what I be about this, and what I do about this. So it's no be do, and we text each other that. Today we're in Luke twenty one, and we and it takes like if you do a chapter a day, it takes I don't know three plus years yeah. to go through it. But it's uh, ho- hopefully what in in a lot of our comments and discussion today too, right? That it, we need to be informed by truth, right? Not yeah. just like a you know, what I say or what you right. say, right? At clever things or wh- whatever is, it ultimately is, you know, it's very clear. What is God asking us to do? Having that, you know, that this, you know, discernment again, like when all the way back, remember God speaks to us through his word, but that means we have to, you know, be in his word right. and understand his word and, and understand, right. The, the whole construct of it. Right. Right. And so that is, that has been, that's been a game changer because the the one the accountability and then also the collective IQ. I mean, what what I know about you know that or be about it and do about it and what I see you know my my friends write has just been super encouraging and life life changing right because it's just it's you know as 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 another friend of mine Mark Green says you know this book is alive yeah right this book is alive and so it's um, we can I mean very simple just you know. Being in the word as much as possible. Yeah, it's kind of accountability to be in the word and learn that truth. But then there's that iron sharpening iron where you learn from other people's perspectives. And we were talking about it earlier about whenever I'm in those sort of group Bible studies, I always feel like, well, I already have the answer. I read the thing and it asked me a question, what it say? <laughs> well, I think I, I understand what it's trying to say. And I hear other people like, ooh, that's good. I didn't catch that piece. You know, so you really do learn from each other. Well, thank you so much, uh, Daryl, for being with us today on the Generous Business Owner Podcast. Thanks, Jeff. And uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening and watching. If you're on YouTube, uh, please go to our website at www.generousbusinessowner.com and uh, sign up for our newsletter and share this with your friends. And, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Generous Business Owner Podcast with Jeff Thomas, Alan Barnhart, and Jeff Rutt. Make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. You can find the guest contact information in the show notes. Stay tuned for the next episode.